Episode 56 for January 2009. The Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast is sponsored by MailOrderComics.com. They offer amazing discounts that will help keep some extra money in your wallet each month. They offer discounts of 38 up to 75% off the cover price of comics and trade paperbacks. For instance, The Essential Peter Parker Spectacular Spider-Man Volume 1, which has some great Salby Sima artwork, has a cover price of $17. Mail order has it for $10.53. So check them out at MailOrderComics.com and tell them the crawlspace sent you. All right, gang, we're going to start taking live callers from around the world. Sal, there's ten people in this chat room that want to talk to you. You've got fans around the world, buddy. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> I'm overwhelmed, and I mean that sincerely. All right. Something I've never gotten used to. <laughs> we're going to add one. Here we go. This is uh, Kevin Cushing. He's an aspiring comic book writer. Kevin, welcome. Hey, Thank Kevin, how are you? Hey. hey. You're all? Nice Hi, Kevin. How's the show going so far? It's going, it's going great. We've had Stan Leon, Roy Thomas, and Danny Fingeroth, and don't forget Ron Friends, Salvia Sim, and Tom DeFalco. They're on the line with you, Kevin. <laughs> All of them. All of them. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, hello, folks. This is an honor. What, what's your question yeah, for Sal? Yes, it is. How you doing, Kevin? Doing good. How are you doing, sir? I'm just doing fine. <laughs> what's, your, what's your question for Sal, Kevin? Uh, so, well, I heard Brad already introduced me as an expiring comic book writer. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my question was as regards to writing. Uh, J. Michael Straczynski has been quoted as saying that his 22-page comic scripts often run up to 50 pages because he puts such detail in the panel descriptions. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering what you prefer to get from a writer. Do you like? I'm sorry, uh, Kevin. You broke up a little bit there, and I didn't quite hear you. Yeah. Um, well, you the question is: what? Do you prefer the incredibly? Um, the incredibly long descriptions on the panels like Mr. Szyzynski does, uh, where you really can visualize exactly when you read it, exactly what the writer wants, or do you pr- prefer when you're given more creative freedom to add your own spin to it? Oh, well, the, the answer to that is uh, fairly obvious. I, I prefer the freedom. Um, I when I first started working at Marvel, <clears throat> when Stan uh, first uh, gave me some assignments, um, his his whole approach to comics was to allow the illustrators to illustrate. He would just give them a very brief outline. Uh, when I worked with Roy Thomas, uh, although Roy's uh, plots were probably just a bit more detailed than um, than Stan's, uh, they were still very very loose and and allowed the the artist a tremendous amount of freedom and. Uh, you know, it was a very successful formula. I mean, it made Marvel number one in the industry, and uh, I uh, I can't understand why it has changed. Um, I definitely prefer the uh, the latter approach, no question about it. So you're not a full script fan at all? Not at all, not at all. As a matter of fact, I despise it with a passion. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what's your recommendation, or, or Tom, too, for uh, Kevin? How do you break into the business? I, I, there's no set. Yeah, I think Tom would be the uh, the logical one to answer that question. Please, well, ahead, please. Uh, well, what I always suggest is, you know, it's if you if you want to be a writer, then become a writer first. Um, as opposed to just being a comic book writer. Um, you know, I think it's very important that you learn how to control the, control your craft because whether you do fiction or nonfiction, the world is always going to need storytellers. Um, and, you know, the comic, comic books may be with us five years from now or, or maybe evolve into a whole new beast on the internet, you know, or in print or something else like that. Uh, right. You know, I, I always use uh, pulp magazines as an example. Um, you know, many years there were pulp, many years ago there were pulp magazines. Do you, do you even know what they are? Yes, yes, I do actually. 
okay, well, today they still exist. Only today we call them Star Trek novels. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> but, but, you know, if you, if you are a writer and can tell stories and can tell them in a variety of media, then you will always have work. Um, That's very good advice, sir. Well, it, actually, uh, if I may, uh, uh, Tom is absolutely right, but, but, but always approach it as a craft because you actually do yourself a disservice if you get too far into the whole treating it as an art form thing. Because if you want to do this for a living, then you're going to have to recognize it as a craft more than an art form. And, uh, you know, where the line is, is anybody's, you, in my opinion, the line is how, in how people respond to it. That's what elevates it to art. But, what, you know, I think what Tom is saying is, is become a writer first, is that, you know, if you're able to tell a story, then the, the format and the, uh, the, the, the way, the, the, the template for whatever industry you're working in, however they prefer to see it, becomes secondary to being able to construct a story and to execute a story under whatever format you're given. And it's going to make you, you know, infinitely more hireable if you're just a good writer who can adapt. Right, Tom? Right. That's an incredible yeah, amount said, of wisdom to gather yeah, in five you, minutes. You folks. just got a fantastic <laughs> amount of wonderful advice uh, from two of the consummate professionals in the business, uh, Kevin. And well, if I can just add is... my two senses from an illustrator's point of view, where Ron was talking pretty much about writing, um, I tell young artists the same thing. You've got to learn to, to be... To get down to the very basics, what I tell them is learn how to draw. If you can draw, and this is, I think this is what Tom and Ron were trying to get across to you insofar as writing is concerned. If you learn how to draw, if you learn that art and you become proficient at it, then you can not only do comic books, you can do anything. Right. Because drawing is the key. And uh, I wish I could put it as eloquently as Michelangelo did about 550 years ago, but essentially he said the same thing, Michelangelo, and he drew better than Michelangelo, one of the greatest draftsmen that ever lived. And he said, learn how to draw, and you can do anything. Yeah. So the same thing applies to, uh, to, to your writing uh, craft. Well, I forgot to mention, Kevin is from Kentucky. So we have the first one's from the United States. And we've got well, then the deck is stacked against you, Kevin. To actually, be literate. I'm <laughs> <laughs> the blue grass out there, by the way. But, but we wish you a lot of luck. <laughs> yes, we do. Right. Uh, okay. Are there any comic book companies in uh, in Kentucky? There's, maybe uh, Ron and Tom and I can get a little more work. There to you do go. Here. You think you I'm think that I'll be in Kentucky? <laughs> well, Kevin, as always, thanks for calling in, buddy. Yeah, well, happy anniversary, Mr. Bashima, and thank you all for answering my questions. You were great. And th thank you so much, Kevin. I appreciate Good your luck, call. All right. One down, nine more to go. All right. We're going to go to Virginia. Knock them off. We're going to go to Virginia, and it's a girl. This is an all cool. This is an all boys this, club until we have. This is probably my daughter-in-law. No. Hey, St <laughs> Stella, how you doing? It's Spider Girl from our, our uh, website. I'm doing well. How are you all doing? We're good. Doing fine, Stella. How are you, dear? I'm good. Waiting for the semester to begin tomorrow, unfortunately. Well, waiting for what to begin tomorrow? Semester. Semester. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Oh, gee, boy, how I envy you. I wish I was going to school again. She's an architecture major. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Oh, fantastic. Well, congratulations. That's a, what a, wow, what a wonderful That's profession. a great field. Well, yes, thank you. Well, Stella, what's your question for Sal? Uh, my question is, what has been your greatest challenge over the years, whether in art or in the comic book industry, and how have you grown from that experience? Working with uh, Ron and Tom is always a challenge because <laughs> I have to save these guys every month. You know, it's, uh, it's really difficult, and the strain is, uh, is overwhelming. No, I'm Amen. I, I think that the greatest challenge, uh, Danny Fingeroff, I don't know if you heard this, the first part of this uh, little session, but Danny Fingeroff touched upon it, uh, is, to, is to stay current and to, um, to, to try to improve constantly because art is, it is a lifetime, any, any creative endeavor, 
including your architecture, is a lifetime learning um, uh, endeavor. It, it, you never stop learning. When you stop, when you think you know it all, and you you think you have you don't need to learn anymore, you don't need to improve anymore. This is when you begin to diminish, because you have to continue to grow as an artist, as an architect, as a writer. If you do not, the alternative to that growth is death. I believe that. I have always believed it, and uh, that to me has been uh, the biggest challenge. Um, I. Uh, I'm going to be 73 years old this month. I, I'm amazed that I even made that admission. <laughs> but uh, the simple fact of the matter is that for uh, almost an entire, uh, well, certainly my adult, my whole adult life, I have been uh, in this commercial art business, including comic books, which is certainly a part of commercial art. Um, and I have, uh, I have always tried to continue to grow uh, as an artist. It's just, um, it, it, it's, it's inevitable. You've got to. This is what you have to do. And if I could give, I, I've given this advice to so many young artists, and this is what I would say to you. Does that help any? It does. Yeah. That is my that is my greatest challenge is constantly trying to improve and to get better and better and better. And Sal, don't you have a daughter? She just did a Spider Girl variant cover, I think. That's an artist. Yeah, that's actually my my grand niece. Oh, grand niece. Okay. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, that is John's granddaughter. Okay. Who did that cover? Oh, see, it's it's still it still grows in the family. The Buscema family. Uh, evidently it does. <laughs> evidently it does. Yeah. Well, Stella, I have a I have a son who's pretty talented too, uh, and uh, I I thought there for a period of time that he might pursue an art career, but uh, he really didn't have uh, the desire to yeah. do it. And that that desire is um, it, it, it's a must. It's got right. to be there. Got to have it in your blood and and burning desire to do it. Well, Stella, I appreciate you calling in. Thank yeah, you, Stella. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you, and good luck in your career. <laughs> Thank you so much, you too. I hope you buy some jewelry to, you know, mark this momentous event of 40 years. <laughs> what is the... F- you hope I, you hope I buy some jewelry? Buy some jewelry for yourself, you know, get some bling. <laughs> oh, my wife will probably talk me into buying jewelry for her. So. <laughs> what's, the, what's the metal for 40 years? Isn't gold uh, 50? What? I think it's tin. Or tin? I don't know, lead. <laughs> it's lead. <laughs> All right, pepperoni. It's pepperoni. Yes, thank you, Tom. <laughs> pepperoni, right? I'm still thinking about his pizza. Oh, I love it. Thank you, Stella. Thank you. Thank you, Stella. Thank nice you. talking to you. You too. Uh, I love it. All right. So, did you guys, have you guys have you guys noticed, Brad? Did you notice that? that Sal just you know very generously quoted Danny Fingeroth in talking about how Sal always evolved and everything. Do you remember what my opening comments were about Sal Buscema and what an inspiration he's been to me? Yes, I remember him. Does he quote me? Does he quote me? No. He quotes Danny Fingerwell. That's because you require a commission when we quote you. Oh, nice. You see what I have to put up with on a monthly basis, Brad? I mean, it's more than I can bear. I love it. I love it. All right. Nobody listens. No, Brad, nobody ever listens to anything you say. I know it. Well, that's the problem. That's the problem. Now, we're going to try Zach one more time in Texas. He said he's fixed his computer and he's ready to go. And let's see if this works. Trying one more time. Zach, are you there? Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah, there you are. Okay. Hey, Zach, okay. how are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you, we, sir? we thought there for a minute you flew the coop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I had my mic mute. On mute, and I didn't. I, was, I could hear you guys, but you guys couldn't hear me. Well, so. Zach, hold your microphone close to your mouth. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not hearing you too well uh, right now, Zach. Okay, how, can you hear me now? There you. Yeah, that's pretty there good. There you are. It's better. And good, Zach good. is a uh, big Clone Saga fan, big Spider Girl fan. He's about the biggest one we have on our message board. So, oh, so I'm get. How big are you, uh, Zach? <laughs> He's four twenty. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, I now have every single issue ever published. Uh, I finally got my hands on What If One Hundred Five. Uh, so I, I've been I've been pretty much a, a fan from the beginning. There was a time there where I wasn't reading simply uh, because they weren't uh, they weren't what they weren't uh, they weren't uh, um, they weren't uh, putting it out at my uh, at my at the shop I was getting it at. Huh. So I couldn't really get it. It wasn't there was no access to it. Uh, I wasn't going to a comic shop at that time. So Here, hold on, hold on a second, guys. We just lost Tom. Let me add Tom one more time. 
Uh-oh. Evidently the Pete's... Hey, Ron. That... Yes? <laughs> there you are. How are you, sir? The pizza and... probably got in the way or something. Okay. I'm fine, Zach. Zach, you're ba- Zach, you're bad luck. You're making me cancel all my stuff. <laughs> oh, Zach, it's not your fault. Uh, Tom, you're back. We lost you, buddy. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, did, did you lose me or did you ditch me? Uh, well, Tom, <laughs> Tom, don't make him answer that. Tom, Ron, Ron made me do it. I'll just tell you right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. No, no, no. It's totally fair. Well, Zach, what's your question? All right, Zach, what's your, qu- what's your question for the uh, – So uh, – Quick question. I know you probably may have already answered this before, but on on the Amazing Spider-Man family uh, with you guys doing Spider-Girl in there, um, so it's gonna is it gonna be seventeen pages or is it gonna be a full issue, a full twenty-two? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You got to ask Tom and uh, Ron. Yeah. Yeah, What's the latest I, on that, Tom? Uh, the first story they they've told me it's twenty-two pages. Is how many? That, uh, twenty-two. 22. Pages. Okay. So the first one will be twenty-two. After that, I had been told that it could be 16 pages, or maybe it is 22 pages, or maybe it's 20 pages. Oh, no, no, I think it's 16. No, no, could be 22. Um, <laughs> so, so, Zach, we don't know. <laughs> okay. I, I think what's going to happen, Zach, is they're going to keep reducing it until it gets down to one page, and then we're going to disappear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, I don't think I don't think the loyal fan base is going to let that happen. I think they're no, going to. I, I, obviously, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think really, it, I think really it's actually. I think it's actually going to be the opposite, Zach. I think they're going to keep adding pages as the month progresses, depending on what other work they're getting in. Oh, okay. You know, Tom's going to be getting phone calls like, "Can you pad that another five pages? Can you pad that another ten pages? You know that kind of thing." Well, you know what that's going to do to our deadlines, right? It's yo, what deadline, Sal? Come on, this is modern comics. Sal's never missed a deadline. This is this book's going to do it. Yeah. Sal has never missed a deadline. No. Yeah, but He's I'm the slowing. I'm slowing down in my old age. <laughs> Sal, I got I, my, my question for you, sir. Is is sure? Go ahead. After, after all Zach, these... excuse me. I, Kevin was from someplace else. I, that... Excuse me, Zach. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, after all these years, um, is there one writer that you've always wanted to work with? That I've that always wanted to work with? Yeah, yeah Tom DeFalco. <laughs> <laughs> and there's your answer, Zach. Oh, come on. <laughs> well, if, if you want to hear, you want to hear something funny. Sal and Tom, you guys were the first. Uh, writer artist combo to the very first comic book I ever read. So you guys, is that right? That is that is correct. Uh, Spectacular Spider-Man two twenty three, right in the midst of the Clone Saga. Oh my wow. god! So so you're it, Tom, it, it, Tom is right. Somebody every issue is somebody's first. Exactly, yeah. and yeah. and I've been reading ever since. So I, I thank you guys for uh, for being for providing me the link to. To be doing what I'm doing today, which is help hosting a pod, help hosting a podcast with Tom. Or with, uh, I'm Brad. Brad Douglas. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> um, to, to answer Zach's question, um, this is going to seem very strange because Stan was on just a short while ago. But I knew it not, was going to be this. Go ahead. <laughs> believe it or not. Uh, you know, I know. First of all, I, I have been so blessed because I've been able to work with so many terrific writers. Uh, well, I don't know, maybe Tom, but anyway, <laughs> um, I, I've really, I've really had the the privilege of working with so many uh, terrific writers, uh, where the chemistry was just fantastic between us. And seriously speaking, I, Tom and I had that going for us too. Uh, at least I, I thought about it in in those terms, uh, you know, as far as I was concerned. But I never really got to work with Stan. Stan is the only guy that I had never really worked with. He called me one time to do an amazing Spider-Man, but he didn't actually send me the plot or didn't tell me that a lot of times he would give the plot over the phone. And he said the reason that he wanted me to do it was he said John Romita was going to be on vacation. He was doing the book at the time. And he said that he had given John the... uh, the plot and John was doing very very rough breakdowns. I mean, very very simple breakdowns on it. And they wanted me to finish the book, uh, to tighten it up, finish the penciling, and ink it. 
that was the only time that I worked on a Stan Lee book. And, uh, you know, Stan is, uh, he's, as they say, a legend in his own time. And I never had the pleasure of, of working with Stan. Yeah. But I've had the pleasure of working with so many other terrific writers. And, um, you know. Although, if I may, Sal, if I may yes. add, you, yes, you did sir. work with, you did work with uh, Stan for a couple of, uh, uh, Sunday Spider-Man strips. Oh, really? Oh, that's right. Yeah, you know, Ron. You came, you came on the Sundays after I left, and so you worked on those for quite a while. That was working with Stan. I knew there was a reason you had to be on this show. In fact, you were working full, you were working full script with Stan, so tell the world how much you hated that. (laughs) It was only, what was it? Five panels for God's sake. I don't know. Ron, you just said you hated full panels. Well, I did, and I still do, right? Ron, so, what you, you're right, though, Ron. I completely forgot about Ron, that. Ron, what, right. what year are we talking about with the Sunday strips? I don't oh, my no. Back in, look for the really, back. Look, here's the way to find them, Brad. Look for the really good ones that I did, and then look for the look for the sliding quality. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, we were all getting inked. We were all getting inked by Joe Sinnott. It was after, um, I think, when it, God, it was when we were on Thor, Thomas. Remember? Because I so told that, Stan. That would have been what? The early 90s? Yeah. Uh, late Thor? 80s? Yeah, late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. That's as close as we can come, Brad. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately <laughs> it is. That's, we can do for that's you. three minds, and we got early 90s. <laughs> Yeah, right. It was late 70s. It was more late 70s. Because we were, we were cranking on Thor, and I told Stan, the, the instant it starts to affect my, my Thor deadlines, I'm going to have to give this up. And I only ended up doing like nine weeks. Yeah. And, uh, and, and Sal was the guy he tapped to, uh, to pick up the, pick up the slack and run with it. And I don't even know how many you did. You did quite a few, Sal. I don't know how many you did, though. I may have, I may have done about a half a dozen of them, I think, Ron. I'm not sure I did that many. Um, I'm and trying to remember was, if that was, was that before Alex Saviak and after after Paul Ryan? I'm not sure. I think Paul it was Ryan before did. it was before Alex. Yes, and uh, oh That's my funny. gosh, I I, I can't. <laughs> I say a half a dozen. I I may be exaggerating there. It may not have been that many. And I did uh, I did a bunch of the dailies too. But usually when they were having deadline problems. Right. <laughs> so, well, Zach, I, yeah. Zach, I appreciate you calling in as always, my friend. Thank you very much, Zach. Good talking thank, to you. Thank you, and congratulations on your on your uh, achievement, sir. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that greatly. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Bye, Zach. Okay. We're going out of the United States for this next one. Oh, my God. Zimbabwe. <laughs> Do they have comic books yeah, in Zimbabwe? It's another guy that you beat at pool. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're uh, going to New Brunswick, Canada. Oh. With uh, Sebastian. Sebastian, you on the line? Yes, I hey, am, hey, Sebastian. Welcome. Hi, Sebastian. Hi, Sal. How are you? I'm doing just fine, my friend. How are you doing? Hey, Very I just good. had a wonderful vacation in your country oh, just this, right? uh, this uh, past spring. Is we were right? in Banff. And uh, what an absolutely spectacular place to visit. Now, I have to tell you a little bit about Sebastian Sal. Uh, Sebastian runs a, a Sal Buscema fan uh, website. He's your, he's your, he's, he's, Sebastian, I'm getting a little bit of a feedback on you. I, turn your mic, uh, turn your uh, speakers off if you can. <laughs> that was the site I told you about, Sal. You checked it out, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the, web, yeah, he's the webmaster right, of it. Thank you. Yes, yes. So what's your question for Sal, Sebastian? Um, uh, Sal, first of all, it's just a real, uh, real uh, honor, I guess, to be able to talk to you, and I'm really glad Brad was able to get you on. So, uh, well, um, thank you, Sebastian. The honor is all mine. Believe me. Well, the, the question, I, one of my first question, I guess, is, uh, you know, you've been a, a comic book artist now, uh, obviously for 40 years, uh, uh, you know, for Marvel, DC, and and uh, um, was, and I was going to ask this question last time, and when you weren't there, so I. I try to remember what it was, and, and basically, out of those four years, was there ever a time where you question yourself, um, where you said, you know, comic books are not for me, or, or maybe I should take my art and, and go into another field, uh, maybe uh, more commercial art or anything like that, or is it because you love comics that you came back to, uh, uh, that you always came back to, I guess penciling comic books. 
Um, um, no, on, oh, Sebastian, honestly, I can... Hello? Yeah, he's still here. Oh, yeah, yeah we're getting more feedback. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Uh, Sebastian, honestly, I can say no. That thought never occurred to me. Uh, you have to read... Well, you know, you would have no way of knowing this, but I was a commercial artist for about 15 years before I got into uh, comic books. Um, yeah, and I did practically everything that you can do in commercial art. As a matter of fact, I, I was even uh, at one point learning from a couple of friends of mine, I was learning animation, uh, which is now a dead art. So I, I'm glad I didn't go any further with that. But, uh, you know, I had done just about everything there was to do with commercial art, and comic books was something that was always close to my heart. I always, uh, always wanted to do them. And uh, when I when I finally got the opportunity uh, to do them, uh, it was just great. The first few years was a struggle for me because, frankly, I was learning how to illustrate comic books. Once I got to a point where I felt very comfortable with what I was doing, um, it was just a lot of fun, and, and it really was. And I, when I think back about it, to be able to. Uh, you know, to be able to earn a living this way is just uh, beyond anything I could have imagined. It's just, it's just been wonderful. I've been a very, very blessed guy, and uh, as I tell everybody, it sure beats working because <laughs> it, it's not work really. It's, uh, it's just a lot of fun. You just sit around and draw silly pictures all day. Sebastian, and now is the best part of it because. Uh, my first love has always been inking, and I get yes. to ink one of, in my estimation, one of the best pencilers in the business, and that is Ron Friend. Also able to work with uh, Tom because uh, the, together these guys turn out an absolutely magnificent book, which is just a joy to work on. Yeah. So uh, that, I hope that answers your question. I thought we were supposed to be blowing sunshine up your behind, Sal. You're not supposed to be blowing sunshine up our behind. Well, I, have, I don't hear a damn thing coming from you, Ron, so I figured I'd better say something. Sebastian, what is it about Sal's artwork that you, you love so much? Because it's, it's fair to say he's your favorite. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm fascinated to hear this myself. As my uh, I, I don't know what it is. I, I guess, you know... Uh, Neither do I, Sebastian. That's not I've always I'm sorry, been and drawing and stuff ever since I was a kid, and I still draw now. And and you know, I was first attracted like Euro European comics because I'm French, and you know, and and uh, when I when I came into starting to love comic books, uh, it was back in the early '90s, and and Sal, you were the penciler on Spectacular Spider-Man, and. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I the started to, too, as I recall. That's right. You were doing both jobs, and and I, I always thought, and I, I believe I've even read that somewhere that, um, uh, you you and I personally agree with that. That you've always preferred when you were able to ink your own pencils. Mm -hmm. uh, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. And and there's just there's just something about your art where to me every time I I could I could take all the words away from the uh, from the comics. And just looking at the uh, you know your, your your page layout and the way you had things presented on the page, I, I could almost put my own words in the thought in the balloons and in the word balloons and just kind of almost make up my own story, I guess. You and know, I, to me, uh, you're, you're very you're very very kind. I, I I don't know what to say except to thank you very much. That's uh, well, you're very welcome. That's a, a wonderful compliment indeed. Well, I, I I mean you're 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 and and a lot of the guy and Brad will agree to that. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you and and Ron, Ron as well. I mean, you, you guys are phenomenal storytellers. And, hey, don't and, worry about me, Sebastian. Where it's all about Sal. Where do you think I learned it? I just want to make sure you don't feel abandoned. Yeah, you, oh, that's okay. You know what? You know what happens is, is he says he's learned it from me, but now the the pupil has become the master. <laughs> well, you, you know, I look at you guys' work on the Spider Girl, and uh, you know, you uh, I and and. and to, to Ron's, uh, uh, Ron is uh, also f a phenomenal artist, in my opinion. And no, I, I no, think you guys no. are just doing work. You know, you're from the the old school uh, of Marvel comics, and uh, nowadays you don't get guys that are are as great storytellers as you guys are. I, I'll, I'll tell you that right now. It's just you know you blow my mind every time I open an old comic book and I look at it. It's it's just. Crazy! I love it. You're absolutely right, Sebastian. <laughs> yeah, you, you you are, Sebastian. You know uh, uh, what you said about uh, storytelling, and that 
<clears throat> you don't see a lot of that today. Uh, that's truly unfortunate because that's what comic books are all about, is storytelling. Yes. And yeah. if the storytelling is not there, you know, what good are they? <laughs> exactly. So I, what, I, what I suggest is that everybody gets fired and Ron and I do all the comic books from Marvel. <laughs> there you go. Sal, Sal, I thought you were semi-retired. <laughs> yeah, that's what they tell me, Brad, but uh, I think I'm working harder now than I ever did. Oh, I love it. Sebastian, uh, I, I, I want to mention going as long as I can. This would be a great <laughs> time for me to interject something with Sebastian being such a Sal fan and everything. In issue 27... And in issue 28, uh, actually it might be 28, 29. What's the next one not? 28 and 29. There are panels. There, there are, there's a panel in the next issue that comes out on Wednesday that Sal Basema penciled. Oh wow. Those are. And if I you can pick, if you can accurately <laughs> pick the panel that he penciled, <laughs> there will be a huge prize in it. I penciled the whole panel? You penciled, well, yeah, you penciled, you penciled, uh, I don't want to give away what it was, but you, <laughs> I, I you did. And, and slowly what we're going to try to do is I'm going to try to screw up at least enough every issue <laughs> that Sal has to pencil more and more because in 29, he had to pencil something too. There's something in 29 that he penciled. Sal Basema pencils and ink. Wow. And I'm going to try screwing up more and more. So that as we get into Spider-Man family, if I screw up enough, we'll have actually have new Sal pages. <laughs> and I want to get paid for this. <laughs> that all Sal fans can look at and go, ooh, ah. As, you know, as, a, matter of fact, as a matter of fact, my price is just double. There you go. <laughs> oh, there you go. Sebastian has one more question. What do you got for Sal? For uh, I, I have two, but we can do one. It doesn't okay. matter. Um Sal, you, you've you've done the the most issues of spectacular, well, the most issues of Spider-Man. Uh, you're in like of of all the artists that have penciled Spider-Man, you're the one who's done the most uh, pages. I guess uh, I don't know. John Romita Jr. might challenge that because uh, he's been on amazing for 150 years. He's still working on on the you know on on the current title, I guess, but um, is there uh, like a story or maybe an arc in particular? Uh, let's say out of spectacular Spider-Man that uh, that you were a big fan of that that you know you just love penciling or if, uh, if you can uh, remember that I guess that far I guess it would be back maybe in the you know it, it's difficult for me to say Sebastian because uh, first of all we're, we're talking about a few years ago and yeah. we're talking about yeah. such a long run um, I, I guess. Be, uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Writer, I guess. Am I hearing myself? Is that the, little, is that feedback that I'm hearing? A little hearing? bit, but go ahead, Sal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I think I, I really enjoyed the uh, the clone uh, stories uh, yeah. that Tom and I did, and I also enjoyed a um, uh, couple of the books that I that yeah. I worked on with uh, Mark DeMattis. Um, yes. Mark uh, wrote some extraordinary stuff, and as a matter of fact, the 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 one story uh, I, I've told this story before. Uh, I think it is the death of uh, Harry Osborne. Right, number two hundred. Uh, was that two hundred? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, who, who knew what number? It was? <laughs> <laughs> I sure didn't. But uh, Mark told me that uh, the the last two pages, which uh, I, I the last two pages that I penciled, um, he decided not to put any dialogue in them because uh, he thought that the the pictures told a story, yes. and he didn't want to uh, add any more. Yeah. So uh, that that was that just blew me away, and I was very gratified about that. Well, I think I think it just goes to show your uh, your ability, your storytelling abilities. I guess. Uh, well, I learned uh, it all from I learned it all from Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that story was just reprinted in Amazing Spider-Man Family Number Three. Fantastic! More royalties, man! I'm going to be getting checks this year coming out of the woodwork. That's fantastic. Well, Seba Sebastian, Sebastian, before you go, let's give a plug for your website. It's a Salbusim of sure. uh, your uh, fan site. Sure. It's uh, well. The, it's www.angelfire.com/ca/entertaining. That's entertain with a capital E. Oh my and, gosh, uh, it's, Sebastian, you have to repeat that. Can you say sure. triple w angelfire.com. Angel spider. Angel fire. Angel fire. 
Yeah. .com slash CA. Okay. Like Do you that. know this, Ron? <laughs> like that. Okay. I'll get it. I'll get it from Ron. Don't worry. I'm not hearing it's you. It's also too on well, my link Sebastian. page at the Spider-Man Crawl Space. What? Oh, okay, Sebastian, great. Sal has looked at it because he was all creeped out that you knew where he went to school and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I said, welcome to the age uh, of Google. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, but I forgot what it was. So uh, it's, you know. I love it. Sebastian, thank you <laughs> for calling in, my friend. As I, as I leave, because I know there's other people that want to talk, um, uh, I found, you know, I, I kind of, you, you, I can tell you're a, uh, it seems you're a very private person because I would look on the internet and I could not find anything. <laughs> it's, ba- there's very little information out there. So I, I kind of tabulated the information for him from It's because nothing has ever really happened to me, Sebastian. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's been a very dull life, you know. <laughs> you know I, I, I hope I, I almost feel like I'm a stalker or something. <laughs> no, no, not at all. If you go on Google Maps, though, Sal will lean out his window and wave. That's right. Uh, Sebastian, thank you again, sir. Thank you, you so back. much, Sebastian. Good talking Good. to you. All right. Nice talking to you too, Sal. Take care, sir. Bye, bye now. All right. That. All right. That was great. Uh, all right. Who else have we got? We're gonna go back. Oh, by the way, Brad, before you get the next yes, caller sir. in. Uh, I, I did those Spider-Man strips in 92. Okay. It was like the end of 92, beginning of 93, so Sal would have picked up right off of that. Okay. So. All right, we're going to Staten Island, New York. The three that I did, right? Staten Island, <laughs> I'm New sorry, York. what? New York's. Where are we going, Brad? Staten Island, New York. Staten Island. Yes. Hey, my there's... Well, I, I was next door in Brooklyn. And here's Will. Welcome, Will. Hi, Will. How are you? Hey, pretty good, pretty good. Turn yourself up, Will. Boy, boy, you can tell he's from New York, huh? <laughs> Will, speak louder, sir. Too low, too low. Too low, a little higher. Right. Oh, boy. There you are. Uh, so far, so good. Uh, now we can hear you. Go ahead, Will. What's, yeah, we can, hear what's, you, we can hear you fine. What's the question Will? for Sal, buddy? Oh, cool. All right. Uh, so, I, from my understanding, both Sal and Ron are there? And Tom. Yes, and Tom oh, DeFalco, too. Oh, awesome. you got a triple threat here, buddy. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, I guess my, this is my main question here. I had a few questions, but I just whittled it down. So um, my question is to Sal, and this probably goes to Ron as well. Um, I find Sal, I find your inking on Ron Friends to be quite a natural fit, uh, given that both of your styles bear similarities to, to each other, and yet they still retain their own uniqueness. Um, so would it be fair to say that uh, you find Ron to be, in essence, uh, your artistic successor? Uh... Yeah, heck, why not? You know, I mean, to be succeeded by Ron is, would be a privilege. Why not? But, I uh, love it. Why not? Uh, guys, guys, I'm going uh, uh, to mention something okay. that neither of these two guys have mentioned. The only person in the world who cannot see Sal Buscema's influence on Ron Friend's pencils is Sal Buscema. <laughs> Everybody else in the world looks at Ron's stuff and can see the influence, except for Sal. Yeah, you know that, that is, is the truth. When, when yeah. I think it, it may have very, very, very well been you, Tom, that told me that Ron was uh, very influenced by me early on in his career, and I said, uh, words to the effect. Obviously, I have to paraphrase, but. Are you kidding? Ron Friends was influenced by me? I don't see that at all. You know, to me, he was influenced by John primarily, and certainly by Jack Kirby. But uh, anyway, I uh, I certainly appreciate that. But as I said, now if he if he was the the uh, quote pupil at one time unquote, then uh, he is now the master. <laughs> that and is I not mean true. that sincerely. Well, that's very very appreciated, Sal, but. It, I, I mean, and, it, and I don't want people walking away from this to thinking Sal's, you know, uh, goofy or something, because we never recognize ourselves in other people. Because I, I, I've had it happen to me, and it's not something that you really, if, if you see somebody do something in a way that, you know, and I think it, 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 it lends to the, the question at hand that, that we work very hand in glove. And, and I think what you know, what the rest of us see as well. Ron's doing Sal, or Ron obviously learned that from Sal. To Sal, that just says Ron drew a hand correctly. You know what? I, you understand what I'm trying to say? It's kind of like you know, that's the way Very he well would draw it. So he just that's he drew it right. You know that kind of thing. 
And, and one of the things that I think works so naturally uh, with Sal and I is I've, I've spoken to it before, and it's not that we speak, it's not just that we speak the same language because I learned from the Ramitas and the Basemas and Kirby's and Cuberts and all that kind of stuff. It's not just that. It's that I was so Basema-centric, and I learned, I've learned so much from Sal and, and taken in so much from Sal through osmosis that we, we speak not just the same language but the same dialect of that language. And I don't think it's very often that Sal's going to look at a page and go, what the hell is that supposed to be? Because we've learned to say, <laughs> I've learned the shorthand. Because <laughs> I've learned the shorthand uh, in a lot of ways from him. So, you know, uh, you know, if I draw a, a, a foot that looks a little more cartoony than the shoe or something, like, he knows it's a shoe. I, I, I don't anticipate ever getting phone calls from Sal like I have from other anchors going, what were you going for with that hand gesture at the bottom of page five? You know, that, because I learned so much of that, uh, of that um, dialect from Sal that it, it, I think it just kind of moves pretty naturally and kind of goes hand in glove. I, what's amazing to me is that there is a huge translation that has to take place between pencils and inks. There are just certain things that, you know, you can do in pencils that work, and but, but certain things that you can do in ink that work in ink, and have, it, 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 the translation has to take place. That's why so few people are like great Gene Colon inkers and things like that. Um, but... Sal always amazes me with, you know, he's a brush guy. He, he never uses a pen, which is just amazing to everybody I know, uh, that, that you look at his stuff and you're going, there's no pen in there? You know, that kind of thing. But uh, he's one of the few guys I know that can do really cool cross-hatching with a brush because cross-hatching is generally something that you tend to do with, with a pen. It's it's more of a of a fine tipped scratchy type of a thing, and yet he can execute it with a brush and make it look just like the pencils, and it's like holy crap, that was cool, you know. So I it, it's amazing working with not just a guy who was such an influence on me, but it just professionally, yeah. uh, if I may be so bold, to hand the stuff off to somebody that you know that there's not going to be any problem in translation, that you're going to get back what you're putting into it. I, I've rarely been in a creative situation where I've been this comfortable that what I hand off is going to, you know, uh, appear in the book when I buy it off the racks and flip through it. You know, I, there's never any surprises when I read through the book. I, I buy the books and I read them for Tom DeFalco's script because I, I, I never get to see that in advance. But I, I'm never sitting there flipping through a book going, well, that didn't work, you know, that kind of thing, visually, because Sal and I do tend to be so hand-in-glove, which is an amazingly gratifying thing to me, and I'm glad Sal enjoys working on the book, and we're going to try to keep him as long as we can. Well, uh, well, well I appreciate you. Uh, Ron, I'll, I'll send you the check in the mail. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, sir. Well, I appreciate you calling in. I appreciate it. Oh, well, and give a, uh, give I, a plug to your uh, podcast. You're also a fellow podcaster. Oh yeah, uh, I do the Avengers Assemble podcast. Um, it's been it's been fun all all this time, and uh, it's been great, you know, talking to you guys. It's um, Tom and Ron to keep up the and Sal especially keep up the great work on on Spider Girl, and uh, I look forward to seeing you guys doing anything in the future. Basically, I'll I'll buy it. Hell. <laughs> well, we, 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 thank you so much, Will. We appreciate that, and as long as they want us, we will continue I'll to it. keep doing. All it. right, thank you, Will. Awesome. Thanks, Brad. Right. Keep up Take good care, work. Will. Thank you. Take good easy, talking guys. to you. Bye bye. Okay, one. We got three more after this next guy. <laughs> You're popular. So we gotta go. We gotta start working with one word answers. I know. <laughs> you got. You got these, yeah. these nervous people. They'll come on and they'll take. They'll take five minutes to ask the question, and Sal will just go. No. I love it. We're uh, gonna talk to Chris next. He's from Salisbury, Maryland. And Chris is bringing right My gosh, he's he's a he's a neighbor practically. Yeah, he's from Maryland. Welcome, Chris. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doing just fine, my friend. What do you got for Sal, Chris? Uh, Well, I don't have any questions prepared. I couldn't think of anything that you probably haven't been asked a million times in the past. But I just wanted to come on and tell you You that I really some money if you like, you know. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, but I just wanted to come on, and I wanted to just tell you that I really enjoyed your stuff on Spectacular, and just congratulations on 
all the wonderful work you've done at Marvel over the years. Oh my gosh! Well, thank you so much. Uh, you you have no idea how much that means and uh, how much it's appreciated. Uh, I feel like this last forty years hasn't been a waste when I hear uh, words like and that. Thank you, thank you very very much. For, I really appreciate. Chris, it. when you first started reading, wasn't spectacular one of the first books you picked up? Back at the- uh, yes, it was. Yeah. It was around the time the Clone Saga was going on. Right. Oh, were you offended by that uh, series? The clone, the clone Saga gets a lot, Chris, a lot of heat. Chris, did Chris? Yeah, yeah. boy, did it get heat. <laughs> you know, I, well, I, I, I was. I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was young at the time, so I ate it up. You know, but I can understand some longtime fans kind of being a little agitated by Ben Riley suddenly swinging in and taking. You know, the Spider-Man role as the Clone Saga went on. Yeah. Well, let me tell you very briefly a story. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, his son, uh, who became a, excuse me, a, um, I believe he became a, a, a career a Navy man, military, uh, I got a letter from him during that period telling me that he had been uh, following the, the spectacular Spider-Man book for years, ever since he had been a youngster. And that because of the clone stories, the clone saga, he decided that he would never buy another spectacular Spider-Man because he felt totally betrayed by it. And, uh, I, I had no way, I, I had no idea how to react to that. I wanted to send back a letter and say, get a life. <laughs> this is comic books we're talking about, you know. But, uh, I, I decided not to and, uh, so badly that, you know, the, the, uh, the sales went down one issue that month. So anyway, that's, yeah, uh, but it, but it sold story. well. So in the overall scheme of things, people had problems with it, but it sold very, very well. Yeah, yeah. And, and as a matter of fact, uh, Ron, um, we decided upon that uh, direction at one of these meetings that we had, that all the Spider-Man people had, uh, that Danny Fingeroff uh, organized. Mm-hmm. And when uh, Tom was gracious enough to say that he would, uh, you know, uh, work on the book or, or write the book for us, and um, it was at this meeting that we decided to, to do the Clone Saga. And I remember saying, because uh, there were there were lots of pros and cons about it, and I said, well, you know, um, maybe some people will hate it, but and maybe some people will love it. But the fact of the matter is, everybody is going to be intrigued by it. They're really but, going to. Yeah. They they it, they can't ignore it. it. It was going to be a grabber one way or the other. Some people yeah. did hate it. Some people loved it. Yeah. Yeah. But historically, though, it's remembered a certain way, but it sold incredibly well. The reason that it tended to meander and go on forever was because. The, the people upstairs were loath to let it end because it was selling so well. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, I mean, rarely are the fan perceptions, uh, you know, really reflective of what was going on at the time or what the sales were. I mean, people remember different things. Now would be a good time to, to thank the people that are currently on Spider-Man for making the Clone Saga look like a picnic on a sunny day. <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing with the book? I have no well, idea. They just did, they just did this uh, retcon where, you know, I, we've talked about it, Sal, where he made a deal with the devil to save Aunt May and he had to oh, give up yeah, being married yeah, to Mary yeah, Jane. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's taken a heck of a lot more heat than the Clone Saga ever did. Right? But, you know, so historically, in, you know, in hindsight, we're talking about a storyline that happened ten years ago, so something must have worked, you know? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I guess. Yeah. I guess so. Well, Chris, I appreciate you calling in, my friend. Thank you oh, so much, Chris. Nice talking to you, and I appreciate your very kind words. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it was great talking to you, Sal. Thanks for allowing me the opportunity to come on, Brad. Oh, no problem. Thanks, Chris. Bye-bye. You take care, buddy. Bye-bye. You t- okay. Two more. We're going overseas for this next one. Uh, let me scroll up real here real quick. President Sarkozy of France. <laughs> <laughs> he's been a big fan of mine. We're going to talk to uh, Jay, is his name, and he's from Vancouver, British Columbia. Hi, Jay. How are Jay, you? Jay, are you there? Hi. Yeah, thanks. Nice to meet you guys. You're, you're in a hole, Jay. Is your, are you okay? I got an echo. <laughs> well, I guess I'm from far away. I don't know. <laughs> are you on speakerphone, Jay? No, I'm using a uh, microphone. Okay. Well, what's your question for Sal, Jay? 
Uh, mainly, I just wanted to say uh, thanks, for, especially for the beginning of Sal's run on Spectacular Spider-Man in the late 80s. That was my personal favorite period of Spider-Man stories. Um, well, thank some you of his very covers, much. Yeah, some of the Are covers. Are you saying you didn't like the way it ended? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was I'm just say, kidding you, Jay. Yeah, no. <laughs> Particularly some of the covers um, from that time are probably still the most memorable Spider-Man covers for me. And um, that got me to wondering, how much practice would you say it takes drawing either Spider-Man or any other character before you feel that you're happy with your work? Uh, how much practice does it take for just one character? Yeah, like, can you step right in and um, just start banging yeah, out right Yeah, away, I, I, I think if, if you have uh, drawing ability, and uh, I, I suppose I have a, you know, a certain amount of drawing ability, I don't consider I myself so, yeah. a, a fantastic draftsman in the sense that uh, Ron Flynn's, I, I think, oh, is an outstanding you draftsman. Will stop it and just answer the man's question, please? <laughs> Ron, this is my interview. You want to keep quiet, please? <laughs> Uh, or, or you know, in the sense that you know, I, I don't consider myself as good a draftsman as my brother was, but uh, I still have drawing ability. And if you have that drawing ability, you can jump right in and, and do anything, which is uh, pretty much what I did for Marvel for 40 years. I mean, uh, while I was penciling up through the mid middle 90s, I guess, uh, I worked on just about every character that they they had, and uh, I I never had any problems with them. I, mean, I I would you know use reference obviously for costume details and stuff, but uh, if you can draw, you can pretty much do anything. Yeah. And that's where where I guess I uh, uh, succeeded. J- I suppose I don't know. Some people maybe thought that I failed miserably. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jay, do you have a fa- I hope that answers your question. Do you have a favorite cover that Sal drew, Jay? Um, I don't know if I have a favorite, but I, I the ones that really stick out in my mind for some reason are the various ones that had Tombstone on yeah. them. Oh, yeah. Love those two Yeah, I love the character, too. I think it was a yeah. fantastic character. I'm sorry they did didn't you, do more with him. Well, he's, did you yeah. design Tombstone, Sal? Did I what, Ron? Did you design him? Uh... Gee, you yes. know, I may have one, and I, I don't remember. Yes. 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 Oh, Tom, Tom says yes. Yeah, Tom is saying you did. Yeah. Well, you were working with Jerry Conway at that point, right? Yeah. Wasn't that oh, stuff Jerry wrote? Yep. And, yeah. and uh, Alex I don't know. Did he write those books? Yeah. yeah. Did he write? I don't know. Who, who Never mind, Sal. We'll talk about your career without you. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't ask me to remember things, okay? Uh-huh. I mean, I've been wanting to get, uh, I've been wanting to get Tombstone into, into Spider-Girl because it was such a distinctive character. Oh, and yeah, yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. Those covers were, were terrific. There were some really wonderfully graphic covers around that time. Yeah. Oh, thank and you, to- I, Tombstone I is living that. well in the, uh, the spectacular Spider-Girl. Man animated series that's on right now. Yeah, yeah, they kind of they lost right? a little of the really? design. Yeah, yeah they, they are using him, Sal. Yeah. yeah, he's still yeah. in the cartoon. Oh, fantastic. So, yeah. Jade, thank you for calling, my friend. Thank okay, you so much, much, Jade. Nice talking to you. You too. Take care. Okay, too. one more live caller, and then we're uh, done with the live callers, and then we'll take a break. <laughs> this is. You had a lot more people call in. Then we're going to have dead callers. I tell you what, man, I've never had this many callers, Sal. You are you are quite popular, sir. You the man. Oh <laughs> you the man. All right, I paid them all off. You did. This this is our last one. We're going to my state of Missouri, and this is uh, Greg calling from St. Louis. Show me the show me state. Greg, are you there? Yes, hey, I am. Greg, welcome. Hey, my, hi, Greg. How are you? My Missouri brother. Hi. <laughs> hi, thank you. What do you? Sal, congratulations on 40 years at Marvel. Well, thank Amazing. you, Greg. I appreciate that. What's your question, it's, my it's friend? It's been a heck of a run. Yeah, I've been collecting for years and enjoyed your work on Peter Parker, and recently I started reading Spider-Girl and have really been enjoying that, too. And I know Ron and Tom are on here, too, and guys, i got to say, I've been enjoying Spider-Girl more than anything I can remember in years. Oh, Greg, thank you so much. I think these guys do a fantastic job on that book. It is just a beautiful book, and it's a joy to work on. I've said that before, and I will continue to say it. It's uh, it's a terrific book. What was your first? Beautifully illustrated, beautifully written. And the Yankees not bad either. Greg, what was the first time you noticed Sal? What what book was it? What what issues? Do you remember? Uh, honestly, I don't. I've been, uh, um, I mean, basically reading since, uh, you know, issue one with Spectacular. Right. 
and uh, just kind of gone on with uh, through the whole uh, run. Right. So what? Fantastic. What's your, you have them all. Uh, I'm missing a few, but uh, um, trying to go back and get them now. <laughs> oh, man. well, I, I wish you luck. I hope you get them. Well, Greg, what's your question Thank for, you for Sal? That, Greg, appreciate it. Okay. Well, other than talking on a podcast with a bunch of spider fans, <laughs> how has tech, how has technology changed the the way you guys work over the years? It hasn't affected me one bit. Really? I still use the same materials, a brush and a, and, and ink. <laughs> so it hasn't uh, hasn't done a thing for me. Yeah, I mean, Sal, Sal and I aren't. Uh, we're not at the point yet where I'm, you know, scanning pages and sending in blue lines or anything like that. No. Uh, and, uh, at one point my, my art dealer was actually, uh, you know, was saying, do you think Sal would be interested in maybe mailing me the pages? I can scan them, send them to the office, and then the physical pages, we won't have to wait for art return for Marvel anymore. You know, that kind of thing. Right. And I'm going, I can only assume that it would probably uh, leave Sal unsettled to suggest that because right now I'm very scared at the prospect. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about putting those pages in FedEx and knowing that they're winging their way somewhere yeah. that, uh, you know, it's the way we're used to working. You know, I mean, uh, it, it, and one of the reasons I love comics is because it's one of the, one of the uh, last bastions of sitting down with a blank piece of board and a pencil and being creative because so many other forms and, and people are finding new ways to even screw with that. But, you know, it is one of the final forms to do that. So, you know, we're, we're still kind of in a bubble when it comes to that kind of you stuff. Know, Aside from speaking to people magically through a computer <laughs> box. I was just going to say that, you know, that's changed a little bit, Sal, over the years. Used to, you couldn't talk to the fans except for a letter or maybe at a convention. You've got the Internet now with email and stuff like that. I know. It's amazing. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he sounds thrilled, doesn't, doesn't he? he, though? He just fell out, yeah. fell out of his chair. There's just so many more ways for his no, privacy to be invaded now. <laughs> no, well, you know, you're, you're talking to a complete computer illiterate here. I mean, I, I'm lucky I know how to Turn the darn thing no, on. No, no, you know how to email. Yeah, We've been emailing, Sal. You, you, you... Yeah, well, yeah, I learned that. See? <laughs> <laughs> Whoopie-doo, you know. <laughs> but uh, it, it's just, uh, I, I don't know what it, whether it's age or just laziness. Uh, I just haven't really bothered to. Uh, I, let me give you an example. Mm -hmm. My sons have, I have three sons, and uh, they all, they're all very computer savvy, and they just, they're infuriated with the fact that I still have dial-up, <laughs> that I don't that I don't have a, you know a high speed um, that I don't have high speed, and my my uh, one of my boys has finally talked me into uh, getting high speed, which I will get when my my current uh, <laughs> subscription uh, with AOL uh, ends in March. I will be going to high speed, uh, but it, it's taken them like two or three years to to get me to that point. So. Uh, the less I have to do with it, the better, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I look at my email. I think I mentioned this to you one time, Brad, that I, I look at my email about maybe once every two weeks, if that often. Yeah. <laughs> which is not really brilliant, you know. I just, I, I don't know. I, I break out in hives when I turn the thing on. So we are all Luddites. <laughs> yeah, right. With Tom, Tom, what were you saying? I, I hate to tell you this, but you could get high speed and use AOL. With high speeds. Oh yeah, I know that. No, but I, I just won't have to. No, be that, I didn't. You're right, Tom. You're right. But I, I, I should have clarified. I live in a community uh, where we have uh, Comcast um, uh, cable television and also uh, telephone service, oh, and we get a kind of a package deal. And if I add Comcast high speed uh, to it, we get a, a deal on that too. They give us a big discount. Yeah. Okay. Because we're we're old and feeble, that's why. See, they're being kind to us. Well, so what happens? This, this is what you guys have to look forward to when you get to be my age. Well, my St. Louis friend, I appreciate you calling and talking to Sal. Thanks for having me no on. From thank, thank you so much. Appreciate Thanks for appreciate you calling. Thanks for and I enjoy talking to you. Uh, Sal, I just found out that I I forgot one person in the chat room that hasn't been on yet. And he, he's taking me to task. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go, go. No, uh, we have uh, Thomas is from uh, Clearwater, Florida. And, ah. and you ever been down to Florida? 
Many times. Many times. To see a mouse, I imagine. <laughs> Actually, you've only been there twice. Oh, really? Actually, uh, my, my, my wife and I, were, we spent our honeymoon in Florida. Oh, Thomas, welcome. You're on the line. We were just talking about how Sal's been to Florida before. Many times. Oh, wonderful. You got lucky in Florida. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> so you mean yes, I did. in God's waiting room? He's what? I, I'm sorry. What was? I didn't get Thomas, that. Thomas, go ahead. I said, so he's been to God's waiting room. God's waiting room. Oh, yes. I haven't yes, heard it called the, that. Your wonderful sunshine state. Wow. Thomas, what's your question for Sal? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, my question is um, very simple. I was wondering, with all these new writers and artists that are seemingly coming into, you know, well, they've been in comics, but that are coming into comics that have been inspired by the work of people from the 70s and, you know, 80s and that stuff, I was wondering, is it a good thing or a bad thing that these guys are getting control of these comics? Because some of them are doing good stories, but a lot of them seemingly are doing uh, stories that are just basically recreations of stories that were done in the 70s. And it seems like they're trying to recapture that magic. You know, I don't want to name certain names of certain stories. Well, Tom, I tell you, uh, I think Tom DeFalco and uh, Ron Friends would be uh, a, a little bit more up to speed uh, as far as answering that question is concerned, because, frankly, I don't look at comic books anymore, except for Spectacular Spider-Girl. Uh, it's the only comic book that I look at. Every now and then I will be in a bookstore like Borders or something where they carry a few comic books on um, on a stand, and I'll open one up and I'll look at the first page or two and then close it and put it back on the uh on the shelf because yeah I, you, you I, don't want to you don't want to be uh having a phone conversation with sal after he's had one of those experiences <laughs> no 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 uh i i'm not too thrilled with what i see you know so uh but you know tom and ron are a lot more uh involved in in what is being do, done today and and i'm not so i'll let them answer the question well uh, you know I, I actually think there are a lot of fascinating things being done these days um and i think that it's you know intriguing to me to see all the different styles and stuff i i will confess that i have a problem with decompression i find it very annoying to me that you know it's hard to pick up a comic that isn't part one of you know you know usually 12 they they say six for the trade paperback but sometimes you get buy a whole trade paperback and the story isn't even completed. Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, I you know, I think there's just some, you know, a lot of wonderful things going on. I, you know, an, another problem I have with some of this, the, the new stuff coming out is I think a lot of the writers have forgotten what medium they're, they're working for. Um, and there are certain people that are essentially writing radio scripts. Mm. Um, scripts that are all about the dialogue and don't need visuals. Um, and that sort of stuff annoys me because if you're going to do comic books, you should be doing comics. And comics are a visual medium and, and should require a lot of interesting visuals. Right. Um, but, um, you know, I, I think that, you know, Every new generation that takes the characters, it is their job to take them in different directions and to create new things and to constantly be pushing the boundaries and constantly be making, you know, people like, you know, the, the past generations looking and saying, what the hell are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> That's um, good. Which we say all the time, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, I, I always believe that, you know, you gotta keep pushing and keep doing new things. Um, you know, I, I can tell you that a lot of times when Ron and I were on, you know, books like Spider-Man and Thor, we were constantly getting criticisms because instead of using all the old characters, we were always creating new villains and stuff like that. Um, so we were being criticized for that.
And that wraps up the second hour of our interview with artist Sal Buscema. And we have another half hour of the show to go where we answer your written questions from our message board. I will release that one in a couple days. In the meantime, I want to thank MailOrderComics.com for sponsoring the show month in and month out. They're still accepting January orders, and you can check out their amazing discounts of 38 up to 75% off the cover price of new comics and trade paperbacks. An example is the Essential Marvel Team-Up of Volume 2. It features some more great Sabusim artwork, and the cover price is 17 bucks. Mail order has it for $10.53. Gang, I'm your host, Brad Douglas, and thanks so much for listening and visiting the Spider-Man Crawlspace.com.